0: What's good, everyone? G Money Stacks, aka Lonely Nomad, aka the Greginator, aka the Rookie of New York, and I want to talk to you about Anchor and my show. Anchor is a hosting site, phone app, which is owned by Spotify, and the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. I'll explain. It's free with creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music intros, outros, upload episodes with unlimited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show, Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast. The unfiltered comedy show about the stories mixed with entertainment, music, real life segments, and much more. Now, where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram at Off the Meat Rat Chains NY Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, alongside with myself, which is gmoneystacks555 in Queens, New York, on Instagram as well for, for more updates, upcoming episodes, announcements, you just name it. Now, where you can listen to the podcast is on Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Podcast, and remember, we are also on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that's co-hosting with me, Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, if anyone has any questions on who sent you to Anchor, tell G- tell them that G Money Stacks from Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast sent you. I don't really know it like that. You know what I mean? But uh Yeah, hold on. We live right now, man. 54321. Yo, welcome yeah. back and happy spring to everybody happy all spring. around the all around the world, including Canada, USA, regions of Long Island, the five boroughs of Brooklyn, the Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island. And you guys everybody now,
1: son. You can't say one without just, saying another.
0: I just, I just did.
1: Now you say <laughs> Canada, so now you got to say South America. You got to say Africa. You got to say Antarctica. That's Madagascar. a whole list. That's what I'm saying. That's you whole, have started it. That's a whole <laughs> list, man. You should not have started it. So now you got to complete. You got to complete it. People in Russia, they gonna say, "Hi, they from the United States. They shouting out Canada. Why they ain't shouting out Russia?" I, that's
0: why I said all around the world because I ain't got oh, yeah, time right, to
1: name, right. that's why you're I right. said I you're don't right. got
0: time you're to name right. all these all these places,
1: though. You're right, you're but, right. So shout it's... out to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man. <laughs> hey, listen. I'm signing up for Mars, son. I'm going to be on that first thing smoking. Mars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I need to get out of this place called Earth. <laughs> Yo, anyway, man. I'm an alien, man. Anyway, listen. Yes,
0: every listen. Welcome everybody that's listening from from all around the world including Canada, Russia, including including the USA, including areas of Long Island, the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, Bronx, Staten Island and Queens. Yes sir. This is your host with the most G Money Stacks, aka Lonely Nomad, aka the Greggonator, aka Rookie of New York. And you are listening to Off the Meat Rack Change
1: number 20. We made it. Yes, sir.
0: We fucking made it,
1: man. Yes, sir. We We sure did. We sure did. You know, I want to tell everybody they better do their jobs and share the podcast, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Yeah, and don't forget the sh- and don't forget to share the audio streaming platforms
0: too, exactly. including 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 um YouTube as well. Yes, and, spe- so. and speaking of YouTube, if if you are a new listener in the YouTube Enclave community world right now, and, and new listener, and you miss any previous episodes whatsoever, mm-hmm. don't worry, I got you. All I you got gotta you. do, all you gotta do is subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is G Money Stacks Five Fifty Five. Click the notification bell to be notified of when the show goes on the air live. Plus, upcoming episodes live stream, of course. And also, be sure to comment on the episodes, including the topics that we discussed, what you thought about it, and and how do you feel about certain things about certain things. And previous recorded episodes. And don't forget to. Don't forget to, to share the podcast along with audio streaming platforms with your friends. Yes, sir. And also you can, you can also you can also listen, watch, and also download, like, subscribe, and, you know, yeah. And I just I just said that. <laughs>
1: exactly. You know, you got to let that YouTube algorithm know that somebody out there is watching them. That's how you cheat the algorithm is what they say, right?
0: <laughs> it's a tricky place, man. <laughs> yo, so, man. But um but
1: anyway, man. Yo, how, how's you how's your week? It was good. Um the reason why we're a little bit late today is cuz I told you about 10 15 minutes, but then a fight came on. Dylan White for Alexander Povetkin out there in the UK. Okay. It was a great heavyweight fight, man. My boy Dylan White won. So shout out Ooh. to Dylan White. Boxing is heating up, especially the heavyweight division. Uh, they're going to have um, a unification bout where we're going to have an undisputed heavyweight champion. And we haven't had that in a long time. So that's going to happen when Anthony Joshua faces off with Tyson Fury. It's going to be a hell of a fight, man. Oh, wow. going to be a hell of a an, fight.
0: An, undis- an, undefeated, an undefeated boxer?
1: Well, undisputed. So that means, um, like, what do you mean by undisputed? They'll have all four belts. So one guy is gonna have all the belts. I thought you, you know, don't you mean undefeated? Don't you no, mean no, no, undisputed. I'm um, undefeated. Mean you, you never lost a fight, but you could lose a fight and still have the belts. You know, so um, we'll look at someone like Anthony Joshua, who has three of the belts right now. He mm-hmm. lost a fight out here in uh, Madison Square Garden. But then he came back and beat the guy. So he got his belts back. So now he got three belts. Tyson Fury just won his belt off of Deontay Wilder. So now they're going to go in and fight each other. And whoever wins are going to have all four belts. That's when you become all undisputed. That means like, it's undisputed. Like, you know, it's undisputed. Like, let's say our show was the undisputed best show (laughs) on the the Internet. That means that nobody can dispute what we're saying. You understand what I'm saying? Like <coughs> nobody can dispute it. That's 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 official, sir.
0: Oh man. You know? <laughs> you know, I never really thought about it that way. I never yes, even sir. thought I never even thought about our pod, our podcast being, you know, undisputed compared to in the loop radio or in the loop exactly. sports. Exactly. <laughs> you know?
1: But now nah, you know, you know, it's about the it's about the hustle and we work hard. We work very, very hard to provide our audience with uh good content. So uh, it's definitely gonna gonna make its way. This is only the first season uh, of Off the Meat Chains New York podcast, and it's I it's not feel season.
0: That... It's not season, man. It's well, it's, you it's know, going
1: straight through. Well, we haven't even been here for a year, is what I'm saying. So <laughs> give it a little bit of more time. You know, I'm, I'm sure we'll be there. Yeah.
0: How was your week, brother? My week was all right, though. Um, I. Last the last Saturday I worked, I had to um I had to talk to this black lady who's who's black and everything, and I actually had to vent because I was venting about the whole cancer culture thing and everything. Mm-hmm. And then and then she brings up how she brings up and I told her about the slashings and the attacks of the Asians and all the other stuff, and then she brings up, she brings up how you know how. How they hurt African Americans for over 400 years, and I tried to to basically explain to her that revenge, hatred, darkness does not solve does not solve all the problems. It's going to make shit worse. Hurt people, hurt people does not solve all the problems. I'm just, it's just, I agree. it, It just grinds my gears that you that people like that is thinking about revenge, knowing that it's it's not gonna it's not gonna. It's not going to bring back those that you lost.
1: You're right, You're right, hundred percent correct. It's interesting you you speak about that. You know, um, I have a cousin, um, who passed away. He got killed, and we're speaking about maybe eight, nine years ago. And he used to be in the gang. You know, he's a blood and uh, oh boy it was like a, a war going on out here in long island where bloods was beefing with crips bloods beefing with bloods and he he got killed unfortunately and it's crazy because you know they found out the person who did it and now he's in prison you know and i i never wanted to enact any revenge on this guy because like you said hurt people hurt people and someone has to stop the violence so let's say we were to go out there and try to uh, basically get revenge for our cousin. We could have set off a whole chain of events where I could possibly not be here. Ace could possibly not be here. Uh, my other cousins may not be here. So, you know, I guess everybody responds to things differently and I'm not going to uh, look I'm down on someone. Yeah, but, you know, that's that's not how I get down. So all I can do is give people advice on the way I feel and yeah. uh, that revenge stuff, of course, if I, you know, if I was with my cousin tonight. night that he got killed and I had a gun, there's no telling what I would have done. You understand? I probably would have shot at the guys, also, you know. Mm-hmm. But when you have time to think about it, like now I wasn't with them, they told us what happened. It's it's a completely different subject, you know. But mm. I definitely agree that for, for me, it's not the right way to go about uh making things correct. All it is revenge stuff. Yeah, that's crazy, man. But it's that's- interesting because a lot of white people didn't want black slaves free because they felt that we would go out there and try to get revenge on them. And as black people, I don't think that it's in our nature to really act like that, you know? Because if that was the case, uh, we wouldn't even. That's a whole nother topic. But look at yeah, what we exactly. do now, you know, it's exactly. a whole nother topic. So yeah, <laughs> let's not even get into that.
0: Yeah, because um, I was about to I was about to mention that so. Some- a podcaster um got his page pulled because, because of um because YouTube claimed that um, that they, they actually um that they basically allegedly um was talking about politics and and, and, whatnot, and whatnot and other stuff and, and and you know hate speech and stuff like that and I'm mm-hmm. you know I was just I was gonna um do a feature episode dedicating it to the people from um from one of my favorite po- one of my favorite shows, the Officially Street Podcast. Um, I really feel bad for them, man. Like because they, what they their, said. their shit got pulled, and I was like, and I was like in my head, and as I'm listening to the episode, it was like, it was like, yo, this is crazy. And then I was, and then I said on Instagram, whatever happened to free speech? but then but then as i previously as i previously said in the previous episode, one of the previous episodes is that there's limitations to having free speech facts i
1: agree 100% which
0: i which i, will, which, I will, which i will get it, get into more of that in the in a future episode but right now i want to cut to the chase to
1: chatting on the jazz shall we all right, before we get to that, real quick, real quick, I want to bring up something. Um, early on my Instagram, that's at In The Loop Films. You could go over there and check it out. Uh, we speak about a lot of things. Uh, Sydney Powell, you remember her? Who? Sydney Powell. She was one of uh, Trump's lawyers for oh, the gosh. the, uh, you know, for the case where they tried to say that the election was stolen. Now, uh, they tried to blame Dominion voting system for a whole bunch of things. So they blamed the the, the the company, Dominion. And what happened was Dominion filed the defamation suit. And they did the same thing with Sidney Powell and also Rudy Giuliani and also Fox News. Now, the most interesting thing about this is that Sidney Powell with, and uh, Giuliani, their only defense is that only stupid people will believe the stuff that they were saying that the <laughs> election was stolen the way that they say it was stolen now we're talking was about two months ago exactly so now we're speaking of freedom of speech and we look at what happened over there and at the capitol and these people were listening to the sydney Powell's. they're listening to fox news they're listening to giuliani they're listening to trump but when these people actually have to put their money and put evidence behind the words that they were saying Their only defense is that only crazy people will believe us. So when we talk about freedom of speech and we see that people could come up here and lie to you and know that what they say in the lies. Meanwhile, you have people in America that won't know that these people are lying. And then they go out there and now we have a police officer who was killed out there. We have people who stormed the Capitol. I I, I think that they would have killed Pence if they had caught him. They'd hung him like they were saying, hang Mike Pence. You understand what I'm saying? And all it is is off of propaganda. You feel me? So, of course, freedom of speech, we should have freedom of speech. But at the same time, it has to stop somewhere.
0: Yeah, but here's the, yeah, but here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you hear about people um talking about free speech and everything. But then you have people like a Louis Farrakhan who, who got pulled... Mm-hmm. off of social who got pulled off of social media and not to mention youtube or whatever because of the because of the um because of the, the particular hate speech message that he's talking about and everything and and on this platform right here we don't condone hate speech anti Semitics, and all that other shit we don't condone any of that shit and we don't condone bullying either i agree 100%. You, get what you get what i'm saying yes yeah, sir like I'm not trying to have my page pulled based on some crazy shit, mm-hmm. based on based on whatever YouTube guidelines it is. I'm mm-hmm. trying to. That's why I when I pick topics, I try to stay away because I'm not a big fan of I'm not a big fan of um politics. Gotcha. Because because it's not entertaining to me. Gotcha. And we and and in the previous last episode, I, I I don't know if you heard, but me and my friend, Nagami. We spoke about how, um, how this how this too much politics in our TV shows and cartoons that they mm-hmm. try to cancel. Yeah,
1: like it's
0: like it like you trying to cancel fictional characters from years ago and everything. When we got bigger shit going on and everything, like this is crazy, son.
1: Nah, you're right. You're right, I look at it. You know, you make some very interesting points, and that's the thing about the internet the internet is great because it gives everyone a voice, but at the same time, the internet isn't great because it gives everyone a voice. This shit has gone too far, though. I think so, too. And I, I think it has a lot to do, you know, because I also look at our people, like you mentioned, Farrakhan. And uh, a lot of times, I do stick up for Farrakhan. Uh, but at the same time, there's certain... Th- you yeah, can't before. agree
0: with everything that he nah, says, No, you're, right. you're
1: 100% correct. I-, I don't agree with everything that he says. However, I do agree with the majority of the stuff that he say, and I do think that uh, Farrakhan gets labeled as a hate as, as hate speech when a lot of times he's not really speaking about hate. All he is speaking about is what was done to black people. You understand what I'm saying? And a lot of people <sighs> look at that as, as hate speech. It's the same thing as the race card. I was looking at the O.J. Simpson trial and mm-hmm. they were speaking about Mark Furman and how oh, Mark boy. Furman was a straight-up racist. I mean, they have him on, on tape speaking about planting evidence and speaking about uh, getting out of the service because Shutting too up. many Hispanics Stay and tuned. niggas was in there. You understand what I'm saying? Now, when these type of things get brought up, white America is going to say, oh, you bringing up the race card. How's that a race card when it's true? This racist white man was the only person who found the glove. Of course that that's going to put, what, you know, everything... That, that he finds under scrutiny. Then he lied in court about it. Then when they asked him if, uh, you know, uh, uh, if he ever planted evidence, he said he pleaded the fifth. So mm-hmm. it's, it's like, come on, son. You understand what I'm saying? Come on. Yeah, It's ridiculous. But yeah, let's go to the next uh, section, chatting all the jazz. What, what you want to talk about, brother? Um, And, I, and I, I remember in episode
0: 19, I was Doing a lot of thinking about what you you previously just said about the whole thing with validation as far as award shows and whatnot. But but and I bring this up because it has to do with the founder of the village people. Yes, sir. And
1: that's the YMCA people, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. So according to TMZ, um basically the founder of Victor Willis is teeing off on the Grammys, saying it disrespects recording artists and has a hell has a Hall of Fame so lame the group's rejecting the recent induction of its biggest hit. Willis tells TMZ, his legendary disco group told Grammy interim president Harvey Mason that it's declining into induction into the 2021 grammy hall of fame because of the hall of lacking and not taken seriously by the recording academy well it's the cop in the village people takes <laughs> a serious <laughs> issue <laughs> with the with the lack of attention grammy hall inductees get saying there's no mention of them during the actual grammy awards and there's no Induction ceremony for the record, the group's iconic track YMCA specifically was mm. inducted into the Grammys Hall of Fame in December because it's only for singles and or albums, not the artists But Victor's not even down with them honoring the song, wow. he calls the whole thing an insult. The village people want no part. Of until the Grammys get their act together, he adds that when the group releases an album later this year, it likely won't even submit it for Grammy consideration. Wow! And he goes on to say the Grammys should show respect for classic artists who built the rec, the recording business. Still, you can count Victor in among the musical acts who are very anti-Grammys these days, with The Weeknd leading the charge. Now, this is, this is what I'd say from this, though. To me, it's not just about validation. It's about the recognition and the acknowledgement.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: you hear people talk about, we should build our own award show for African Americans and all that other stuff, but, but It's not that easy because it's kind of hard to find resources of, of, you know, money to actually, to actually do something like that. Why do you think we got the NAACP awards, which I forgot is on tonight though.
1: Oh, it's on tonight. Okay. I'm going to check it out. (laughs) Definitely check it out. I forgot,
0: I forgot what time it comes on though, but. We got the
1: image awards too, which are, which are black, you know, the BET awards. We got a few awards out there that celebrate our artists.
0: But you know, BET is not it's not created by by a
1: uh, black person. It was created well, he by sold a white it, person, right? huh? The the, the 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 guy who made it sold it, didn't he? Didn't he?
0: I I'm think it's owned sh-
1: by a white I'm person, not- but I think it was created by by black people. I think they sold it.
0: Mm, I'm not I'm not too sure on that one.
1: Yeah, I'm not too sure either.
0: Yeah.
1: But what was your take on 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 the whole thing? Like, how do you feel about it?
0: He's right.
1: Mm. As far as like, you know, the
0: weekend and along with everybody else is like, you know, anti Grammys because of the 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 lack of um not just the respect behind it, but it's like the but the lack of diversity. Facts. You get what I'm saying? Facts. It's like people I don't even know what the phrase people of color means. I keep hearing it a lot
1: most of the time though man like it's the oh the chinese time. person say that they was a person of color i was like how are you more fucking tan than, than a white person some of y'all <laughs> 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 so how are you a person of color i'm like how the hell are they people of color but i understand tan. i definitely don't want to touch on that topic you know what does tan got to do with your complexion yeah I, I mean they just some of them is just as you know as as white as, as white people some of them you know they have more pale than white people <laughs> Some of them, you know?
0: Oh, man. This is crazy.
1: <laughs> but how you feel about that? Well, first of all, we got to get to the to the meaning of, like, the village people. What, what made them come up with that name? Like, you know, I mean, who was it? They got a cop in there. Who, who else they had up in there? It was mad different types of people in the village people. So basically, what they trying to say is, like, when you go to the village in, in Manhattan, like, these are the type of people you're going to see. You understand what I'm saying? Always like, <laughs> you know, like, you, you go to the village, you're going to see, you know, a gay police officer. Are they really gay or, or is that just something that I people I don't know say? about that one, man. Yeah, let me not put that on them. But, you know, you're going to see a cowboy. They got a cowboy or something in it, right?
0: Yeah, a cowboy and um, an Indian and, um... an
1: Indian, like. <laughs> 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 These are the type of people you going to see when you go to the village. You understand? But no, I agree. <laughs> I agree. and. You know, in all honesty, like you said, with the diversity thing, um, when you look at the board members and the people who actually vote for the Grammys, do they really represent the public? I mean,
0: also, do they even listen to to anybody's music? Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Like, I'm not going to take some conservative white man that's in his 60s, you know, to speak about someone like Casanova. Like, what are you going to tell me? About a rapper like Casanova, you understand what I'm saying? We coming mm. from different angles, and we we have different backgrounds. We like different types of music, so you can't validate for me what I like. The people in the streets are actually was was validating. So uh, mm. I think the Grammys, you know, maybe they should speak to ra- actual rappers. Mm. You understand to have them vote. Maybe I have a Jay Z, <laughs> have a Twenty One Savage. You understand what I'm saying? Like have yeah, these type yeah, of Jeezy. Yeah have these type yeah. of people voting so that we can have a true representation of what the people are are, are looking at. Because they're definitely out of touch. You know, that like you like you and uh what what's your name? Nagami? No Notagami. Notagami. Like what she was saying with the whole Nas thing. Come on, son. We we could can, we can know put I actually did six different Nas albums up there. But you that know, I did a little
0: research on on the whole Nas thing, not receiving awards. He actually had two hip hop awards, mm-hmm. and also yeah, plus that one. From where the
1: source and in essence?
0: uh the hip hop awards. Not to not to
1: on BET, I think. Oh, okay. I think everybody who not everybody, but a lot of people who grew up during my time frame, uh, we definitely looked up to Nas. Nas was one of those rappers that um we all wanted to be like you know, twenty-seven I remember, years. I had no idea saying?
0: I had but, no idea he's been in the music game for that long, man. Exactly.
1: Exactly. It's it's interesting because I think his first album came out what, ninety three? 94. four. Ninety four pneumatic. Exactly. So I was fourteen at that time. And I remember like you know, during that time, all everybody in New York, all we listened to was Wu. We listened to Nas. Um, some people were actually some people was actually rocking the Jay Z. Two years later, ninety six. So if I, uh, <laughs> we, we doubt, you know, but people was listening to Biggie. Um, I remember, man. I, I was right here in New York, man. You know. Uh,
0: oh man, that has, to,
1: that has to be really something, though, man. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You saw that Biggie uh show that's on Netflix they talk about his life and death it was excellent man you should watch oh, it when you get a chance
0: oh the big oh the biggie documentary
1: yeah it was it was real good i didn't know um i was actually Jamaicans.
0: gonna talk about, i was actually gonna talk about in in episode 21. okay so we, because we'll of um we'll talk because of it. um the hip-hop uncovered um mm-hmm. tv series which was yes. the sixth episode that we going to get into and stuff
1: but they talk about the deaths of tupac and biggie huh and uncovered what they talking about in it?
0: wait hip-hop uncovered yeah Um, it's not, I don't think it's even that though. It's like they're giving their stories from their perspective. It's not really so much about the drama per se, but it's kind of like, a. it's kind of each, each episode has like different stories and different perspectives and stuff. Gotcha.
1: I got to check it.
0: And also, um, um, Grand Army. uh, That's uh, your,
1: uh, that's your Grand Army.
0: Oh, no! I never heard of
1: it though. It's on Netflix. Check it out when you get a chance. I'm going to give you my Netflix um, account, man. So you can watch some of this stuff. I have uh, an an app where I can watch all that stuff. Okay, yeah. So check it out when you get a chance. It's interesting, you know, it's local. I think (laughs) you might like it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um. You also wanted to know how did the Village People get their name? Yeah. So basically, more like the demo, and came up with the idea of packaging Willis as a member of a group called, you guessed it, Village People. As Mm -hmm. to why he chose the name Village People. This was a nod to the thriving gay community uh-oh. in Greenwich Village,
1: New York. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Don't mess with them boys, man. Don't mess with the Oscar boys, man. You gotta stay away from them, man. Don't say nothing. <laughs> oh, you know, man. the LGBT community.
0: And I really, and I really thought there's more to the story of how they got their name and everything. But it's like I didn't know it was for the gay community. I thought it was like I thought it was like for the band itself.
1: Yeah, I thought it was just representing the people that you see in the village. But we already know that the village is known for having a a large homosexual uh, community. You know, since 1977. That's when they first came out. That's crazy, man. You know what's funny? What I think of, you know, it's it's hilarious. You know what I think about when I think about the village people Yeah, and, like, going into the neighborhood? Like, remember uh, Sesame Street? Yeah, what about it? The song, these are the people in your neighborhood.
0: In your neighborhood.
1: <laughs> like, that's what I think about when I uh, think of the village people, you know what I mean? Like, these are the people that you don't <laughs> see in your neighborhood, you know, when you down there in
0: the village. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea you was going to actually use that as an example, man.
1: (laughs) I like that show,
0: man. You know they moved moved Sesame Street from PBS to HBO, right?
1: Why? What, they cursing now? They got sex (laughs) scenes or some shit like that? (laughs) Why some HBO now? (laughs) Yeah,
0: I had had no idea, man. It's crazy to me, man, how they me? I think <laughs> I think it has to do with the fact that um, uh, you know, on PBS you, you can't really say certain things. Yes sir. But at but on
1: HBO, which is it's more adult. But what do we want kids to know about that though? You know what I mean? Like whether they switching up their market? I that's mean, kinda I mean,
0: well, market.
1: Yeah, you prob- know are they switching up prob- their target market design.
0: That's prop that's probably part of it though.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, as I mean, far be- as like maybe adults might be might be the the main
1: target Mm -hmm. that's that's crazy because if you (laughs) think about it you know I could count for almost 20 years of children I grew up on Sesame Street you know I have cousins that's 30 that grew up on Sesame Street it's the same thing as Barney you know uh, Barney when Barney came out I was older so I didn't get (laughs) raised on Barney but a lot of kids got raised on Barney yo yeah, same thing with the Teletubbies. I I was way too old when the Teletubbies <laughs> came out, but you a lot of kids.
0: Yeah, you know,
1: that's what I'm saying. I, I never watched it before, but a lot of kids watched it. Mm. You know? And it's people, the same thing.
0: How many people you know been watching Teletubbies?
1: Just my little cousins. I got a lot of I got a lot of little little, little guys and little girls. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. not bad though. And it's that's... funny because you know they they're older now. My little cousin. So think about it. I'm 40. You understand what I'm saying? I got cousins that's like 30 now. So I was 10 when they Mm. were born. So now a lot of them guys that's 30, I'm still looking at them as children. Mm -hmm. And they fucking, you know, they grown ass people, man. Yeah. You know? It's like your mother and your sister. They always look at you as little Greg. I mean, low G money stacks. You know, whoa, what I mean nothing. Whoa, nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. Whoa,
0: whoa! Wait a minute! Wait a minute, be Yeah, that's the, the, you know I'm not a little baby no more, man. That's it, why it, but I grew. Your, that, that's why I grew the facial hair.
1: But your parents and your sister still think that about you, don't they?
0: My sisters don't think of me as a baby boy. Oh, they she don't know. Oh, okay. She knows I'm an adult.
1: Nah, I hear you. I hear you. See, my I mother maybe, still called I me baby. Me.
0: I may be the youngest, but that doesn't mean I'm a baby, man. Like, nah, come well, on. you know what
1: I mean. That's you know the same thing with my mother. So I can have a conversation with my mother, and she's like, "Oh, my baby's not feeling good." I'm like, "Ma, I'm about to be 41 in May. What are you <laughs> talking about?" She's <laughs> like, "You're still my baby, Lou." I'm like, "Ma, come on, cut it out." No,
0: I hate when parents over. I hate when parents overprotect their sons and daughters from Yo, everything that's what they do. It's been happening to me all my life. I couldn't. Yo. She. My mother cost me my own first time to date a woman. She me my chance, man. What happened, man? Yo, she comes up with stupid excuses not for me to spend time with with my with my friends at their house and everything with stupid, yeah. stupid ass reasons, man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, I I stopped asking for approvals from my mother. At the age of nineteen, after mm-hmm. I became eighteen, and I became an adult, I didn't need her permission or her approval anymore right. because I'm not trying to look for a validation. And it's all exactly. and this whole idea of of me dressing appropriate and everything it's, it's almost like saying I I can't be myself. I
1: can't well, wait be my own up.
0: individual. Like it's you crazy skipped, to me.
1: You skipped over a whole bunch of stuff. What do you mean by dressing appropriately? So <sighs> I don't. Like this whole
0: crazy I this whole crazy notion about like, oh, oh, she talks about how people dressed up, dressed, dressed like bums and all other stuff. It's all these stupid, stereotypical bullshit mm-hmm. ass excuses and shit. Not for me to be my own individual. I have to be my own individual because nobody's gonna do it for me but me. You're right. I agree. And if I wanna, and if I wanna rock outfits like hoodies, t-shirts, sweaters sneakers and whatnot and whatnot then then i'm allowed to do that now that i'm right. working and everything it's it just i don't need their approval anymore i'm an i'm an adult
1: right.
0: it is and a spe- place for their and, for
1: their you know, i'm sorry go ahead.
0: and speaking of being in an, an adult you heard that miami florida got a curfew at 8 p.m right i heard about that well, what happened was there's been there's been so much so much going on with with like you know m- major 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 brawls like this is it was a brawl by the M W double M A place and stuff like that and some mm. guy pulls out a gun from a brown paper bag and decides to shoot it in the air to basically try to try to like you know stop the whole ruckus and everything which was in poor taste it is now you got motherfuckers still doing parties and shit and everything and this is and this is and this too many fights going on and everything this is why <laughs> this is why they got a this is why they got a curfew at 8 p.m
1: that's crazy that's crazy 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 and listen man yeah this i you know I feel the government has a hard job um you have over a hundred million americans and you got over a hundred million people that got different thoughts and different ideas and different agendas and people yeah. are going to want to do whatever the hell they want to do so We'll look at a, a perfect situation like the election. You know, I hate to keep bringing it back to politics, oh, but, gosh. you know, sometimes things go back to politics. But we'll, we'll have, a, a, you know, half like what, 52 percent of Americans who vote for Biden. Then you got 48 percent that vote for Trump. That 48 percent is going to be angry. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, so, boy. you know, the majority rule type stuff is, 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 is hard. And and it's harsh. And I get into it every day with one of my best friends, you know, uh, my man, Mike, he's from Brooklyn. And uh, he's a cool dude, but he's against all these mass mandates. He's against the government uh, telling us that we should get vaccines and things like that. And I understand that. But at the same time, if the statistics that they give us on coronavirus are true, then what is the government supposed to do? You know, aren't they supposed to tell us to take the vaccine? Aren't they supposed to tell us to wear masks? Aren't they supposed to lock things down?
0: Yeah, but last time, the last time when um when, they, but last time when everybody went on lockdown and everything, it, it didn't really work. Look what happened: suicide rates is up. No, you right. mental mental health is people's mental health is at stake and shit. It's like. Like, I'm I'm gonna just say this though, man. And this is and this is gonna go by question for those for the, for for those who's using conspiracy theories to say that to say that vaccines are gonna turn into zombies and shit. And uh, I had a customer that I was talking to. <laughs> I had a customer that I was talking to at my job and everything outside the parking lot and stuff like that. He's talking about some video about how about how um. How you know African American? Some African Americans, excuse me, well, some people to be exact, but saying that um that these 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 vaccines or whatever is going to turn them into zombies. First of all, I had first of all I had to explain to him that that's that's like that's that has to be not only a conspiracy theory, (laughs) but the but the fucking video that he's talking about. The shit is staged, man. It's, exactly. a sta- it's, it's a staged video. There is no way that a vaccine is gonna turn <laughs> into a fucking zombie, and, and, and to make it seem like it's gonna be some zombie apocalypse, man. This is not Iron right. Legend, and this is not fucking. This is not fucking Resident Evil movies exactly. and shit, man. <laughs> right. And right. I have to. And I have to really say. And I have to say this with a question, though, man. Like. Like for those who's who's like so hesitant including lebron james of course would would you rather face everything would you rather face everything and run scared for the rest of your life based and then and then all of a sudden you get the disease or would you rather face everything and rise and get get everything over with because at the end of at, the fact of the matter is at the end of the day is is that everybody got to be vaccinated you right i can't afford to get a disease man exactly i don't want no disease in my life man exactly it's bad enough i've been dealing with like certain people who had cancer and all the other stuff and everything and that's yes. that's like I can't handle I can't handle another person that I care about especially one of my friends who got that disease and everything man that that's mm-hmm. gonna that's gonna crush my soul
1: now nah, you're right I agree I definitely agree I definitely agree with you man you know <laughs> yeah man <laughs> but now nah, you know it's real it's real man you know it's, it's definitely real out there and I feel that the government definitely has a harsh a harsh job because you're not going to get everybody to agree on certain things. So for a lot of these guys who talk about the mass mandates and the vaccines and stuff like that, you know, a lot of times we we already do it. You know, in order for kids to attend school, um, unless you have a valid reason to resist certain vaccines, then um, you know they got to take it in order to go to school. But you, know, you don't we want- even get. Mm-hmm.
0: But you don't want one. You don't want one individual who who contracted the disease to spread exactly. it to everybody. Exactly. And that's why. That's why every. That's why everybody had. I had it. I've been. I've been vaccinated. I've been vaccinated years ago. As a matter of fact, though, man. Okay. What, was, what you got? The flu
1: vaccine. Different.
0: I don't remember, but like all mm. I remember is that I had the chicken pox on my stomach. Oh,
1: okay, all man, right.
0: Which is crazy, though, man. Mm. This was like when I was little. I don't really remember. To be exact, though. But, mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, damn, yo. You are the Nets got LaMarcus Aldridge. Who? Aldridge. He's tough. You know, he's older now, but he's a good player. How old is he? Uh, he's a little bit younger than me. So, I would say he's probably like 34, 35, around that age. You know? He's closer to my age. Yeah. But he's still a good player. He still could be productive. But you know, you know, it, like what you was just saying, man, about uh, you know, certain things about the vaccine and things like that. Listen, people don't I, do
0: their fucking research and, exactly. and, and and to and to look at the ingredients and shit, man. It's not what it seems. Listen, syphilis and coronavirus disease 2019 are two different diseases. Two separate things. Huh? two different things. Exactly. Why are exactly. you making it's like why are you making conspiracy theory, stupid excuses to 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 not fucking take care of yourself and take exactly. the responsibility of your own health, not just to yourself, but to everybody else around you? Exactly.
1: It's you know the responsible thing to do. That shit ain't gonna kill you. Like, come on, son. More people die from the virus than die and, from the vaccine. And
0: one of the panelists, and I'm not gonna forget one of the Street Soldier episodes with Lisa Evers, one of the panelists said that that vaccines don't kill people. Diseases do.
1: Mm -hmm. You know me. I always do the statistics and I do my thing. And I was looking at it and they said over 109 million Americans were already vaccinated and they only reported about 2,000 deaths. You understand what I'm saying? So we'll converse that and compare it to the Americans who actually had the coronavirus, I don't have the exact numbers. But I think it's like close to 50 million Americans who had uh, coronavirus, close to that, maybe maybe less. But we had close to 500,000 deaths. <clears throat> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you look at the numbers, I take my chances with the with the vaccine as opposed mm-hmm. to the virus. And as you know, I caught I caught it. And it didn't. You see, a lot of people don't understand how coronavirus works, and I hate speaking like this because people always want to call me a know-it-all. But I've actually done the research on it. So, you know the way uh, HIV, AIDS, and AIDS work together. Uh huh. Well, you first get the virus. Okay. You get the virus, and mm-hmm. then it can develop into the disease. And AIDS is the disease. You understand? Yeah. And AIDS is what kills people. It's the same thing with the coronavirus and also COVID-19. So you could come out like me. I, I just got the virus. I contracted the virus and my body pushed it out. It didn't develop into me getting COVID-19, which is the actual disease which, which kills people. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's a big difference. And a lot of people don't really understand the way that the two work together. I contracted the disease. My body fought it off. And that's why I was getting the chills. That's why I had a fever. That's why I was throwing up, because that was my body fighting mm. these things off. But it didn't develop into the disease. If it would have developed into the disease, you know, me being a diabetic, it could have really hurt me. You know mm. what I'm saying? It's a good thing. My body fought it off. But speaking of, of, of that, you had the antibodies protect you, right? Well, I didn't have the antibodies. My body reacted to it and actually fought it off. So now I have the antibodies for that one strain that I caught. You understand what I'm saying? And the reason why Dr. Fauci and all of them keep telling you that you need to wear a mask is because they have different variants. So I can get a vaccine or I can have the antibodies for one certain variant. However, we got different variants coming into the United States. Uh, New York has a different variant now. So you have... uh. The South African variant, you got a a West African variant, a UK variant. It's not proven that the antibodies that I got from the variant that I had is going to protect me from those different diseases. Same thing with the uh, vaccine. There's no guarantee that the vaccine is going to protect me from those different variants. You understand? So you still got to protect yourself. But the point that I was trying to make is that in different times in our lives, we got to worry about different things. So me being a diabetic, I'm 40 years old. I'll be 41 in May. Right now, I don't have to worry about the flu. Exactly. I don't have to worry about the flu yet. But being a diabetic, and when I get 70 and 80, hopefully I make it that long, I'm going to have to worry about taking that vaccine for the flu. Mm. Because it affects us completely differently as we get older. Mm. You know what I mean? So I'm definitely not against vaccines. You feel me? I was vaccinated to go to school. And yeah. I'm still here and healthy. <laughs> yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, that's a good that's a good point right there.
1: A lot of us. You know, a lot yeah. of us. Vaccines save people. Look yeah. at in Africa.
0: Yeah, it doesn't kill people.
1: Yeah, it saves you. I mean, certain people, you know, so you we could never tell how your body's going to react to a foreign substance. So you're going to get certain people who react to it completely different. You understand? But yeah. those numbers are like 0.009%. It's mm-hmm. not, it's neglectable. It's it's like a 99.99% chance that nothing's going to happen to you once you get the coronavirus vaccine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it is what it is, man. It
0: is. You know? Speaking of which, um we have some safety standards and checklist theaters and performance venues that we gotta go over. So and and this happened recently. It says mandatory safety standards recommended best practices and a checklist for theaters and performances venues effective March twenty second, 2021 so movie theaters is going to be open around sometime sometime the begin like the beginning of april i believe mm-hmm. um but but how i'm wondering like how they're going to pull it off as far as social distancing and everything because you know it's like a 33 percent capacity as far <laughs> as movie goes
1: they'll probably put like the uh yellow tape like they do now at restaurants they probably put like the yellow tape around certain seats um make sure that you can't sit in certain seats um that's probably how they'll do it yeah probably. but i honestly don't think it's worth it man you know because you know you you, you look at the devastation that the slave um trade had on africans you <clears> know <throat> and when you lose that sheer amount of the workforce then it's hard to come back from it and africa right now is still trying to recover from the the, the amount of work of, of people of able bodies that they lost during the slave trade you feel yeah. me so when people try to make the argument that we should come off of lockdowns just to save the economy if we die we won't have any economy you understand what i'm saying yeah like there, there won't be any people to, to to work if we didn't lock down the way that we did. I'm of the oppression that if we and didn't... It didn't
0: and it didn't work and the lockdown the first time didn't work out and and, and, and massive layoffs and unemployment exactly, which is not which is not good.
1: Exactly now nah, you're right. You you're 100 percent correct. You you're right. But I still feel that human life but
0: you can't st- we can't stay in the damn coronavirus shit forever because the more we stay in there the harder it is for a lot of people to actually provide for their families and they don't even know when they're gonna get their, their meal and shit, though, man. And rent is skyrocketing.
1: You know Stacks. Let's yeah, say you got
0: you gotta understand there's a lot of mm-hmm. homes. This, the homeless, the homelessness is getting crazy too.
1: Nah, of course, yeah. But I, I doubt that has anything to do with um, you know, the coronavirus. But my point is this: let's say we didn't shut down. You know, we didn't shut down the economy, and we didn't shut down down work and things like this. Who's to say that both parents wouldn't have died? Now you got children walking around orphaned. You understand <clears throat> what I'm saying? So you worried about making ends meet, but bills. Now nah, understand that. But if you die and lose your life, you ain't got to worry about bills. So what's more important? You understand what I'm saying? If you die, who's going to pay your bills now? Nobody. You don't even got to worry about bills no more if you die. And that's my point. You got to save human life. You can get out of all of that other stuff. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. It's like somebody right now looking at their life and saying, well, uh, my life is so terrible. I can't see no way out of it. Or well, My bills are, uh, you know, are over my head. I'm about to get evicted from my house, so I'm going to take my life. Do you agree with that?
0: I don't agree with the, with some people committing suicide
1: because of the slam-demic. Well, what I'm saying is this. A lot of people have issues. You understand what I'm saying? People don't just commit suicide for no reason. And they have reasons to commit suicide. So you got some people who commit suicide because they their business went bankrupt. You understand? You got some people who work on Wall Street who lost so much money. Now they want to commit suicide. Now, the average person would be like, nah, son, you can always work yourself out of it. You know, why would you commit suicide? But that's my point. That's my point. They're not putting it together. It, coronavirus could be a death sentence. So you're telling me that because my bills are so bad, you, you understand what I'm saying? Then uh, I could risk death. That's hmm. the argument that these people are making. And, you know, that's the, the inverse of their actual argument that they're saying. Mm. Meanwhile, anyone with sense would tell you OK, things may look bad now, but they can always get better. So now bring that to the coronavirus argument and uh-huh. think to yourself like, OK, my bills may be getting out of hand right now. But the fact that is, I'm not going to work and exposing myself to coronavirus. So I'm living uh-huh. and I can, you know, hopefully I can get myself out of this. But if you're sitting over here saying that, OK, I'm a risk death just so that I could get my bills paid. That's the same thing as committing suicide.
0: Hmm.
1: You feel me? Unless you believe it's a gimmick, and in that case, then, you know, you all power to you. But if you believe that coronavirus is real and people are actually dying, why are you rushing to go back to work when you got this deadly disease out there? Let's look at it this way, but son. Because, look-
0: because how people... Because pe- how are people going to be able um, to... You know, do do their grocery shopping and everything else. People need food and stuff. Like you know, food food is important too. Like you can't you can't you can't necessarily you can't necessarily like you know expect people to not go grocery shopping and everything. People because you don't want
1: because you don't don't
0: want to end up like those people. I remember I remember when I was reading a Weekly Reader magazine. And they were, and I seen a picture of of an African American kid who is who was starving and his rib cages were showing up. That was nah, that yeah, was course. me that that was me one time. Mm. And I was and I and I was like, "Yo, I can't see myself being this way." And it's the same thing with what or,
1: what other people are going through. Now nah, I feel you. But let's let's do some math. Son. Let's say five hundred thousand Americans die, Right. And we've been locked down for coronavirus for 12, for 12 months. So let's say, four, so we, we're looking at 41,000 people dying a month from coronavirus. 41,000 Americans that's dying a month. So let's take coronavirus up out of it. And let's say you got people with hoodies, black people with hoodies and gangsters out there who are going in American cities and killing 41,000 Americans a month. Would you stay in your house?
0: As far as as far as anything goes, as far as like the craziness and stuff, because I barely, yeah. I barely go out to Well, what I'm like, saying is you know, that
1: let's say in your neighborhood right now, okay? Let's say 10,000 people were uh-huh. being killed a month by these people that's catching you going outside and they're wearing hoodies and masks and they just out there shooting and killing people. You yourself, would you go outside? I'm i mean
0: i mean i be i'm always i'm, I'm always a i'm a homebody anyway it's but i'm not asking like,
1: you son would you would you trust your mother would, going I, outside would you trust huh? your sister would you trust your mother or your sister or your cousin or your girlfriend going outside if in your neighborhood that's, 10, hard, that's people were that's being hard. murdered that's a hard one right there i mean you would tell them to be safe right you would be like don't go out at certain times don't do this don't do that. Everybody will. No, would because they do to, it now. I'll tell them to be careful. Like but, you know exactly. But like this. Would you go to Southside Chicago right now, wearing a certain color?
0: No, I don't. i never even been to Chicago. But what B-Li. I'm saying is that we, we
1: know the statistics. <laughs> we know the statistics in Chicago, and we know that people are being murdered out here. Or if, let's say, would you go to Compton? Let's say Compton in the blood neighborhood no. wearing blue. No, not exactly. Not not, not, in, not in your lifetime. <laughs> exactly. Now this is my point. Now, now now this is my point. Now now this is my point. You have less people if if gangbangers kill the same amount of people that coronavirus killed. Uh-huh. We would need fifteen years, fifteen to tw- like twelve to fifteen years of gangbangers killing people at the rate that they're killing people now, just uh-huh. to reach the amount of deaths that coronavirus caused, okay. all right? Now, people who live in certain neighborhoods with gangs, they'll tell you that they held hostage. Mm. They can't go out at certain times of the night, and they don't do it because they scared to die. Yeah. But now you take that away and take the hoodies and take the gangbanging away and replace it with a virus that people can't see, and then people act stupid mm. and say there's no reason for you to be afraid. When it is a, a reason for you to be afraid. Gang banging and murders would have to take... It would take 10 years of the current rate of people getting murdered to reach the 500,000 people who was murdered in one year from coronavirus. This is a threat. Just because you can't see it does not make it less of a threat. It is, it's,
0: it, 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 it's pretty tough. I mean... It is a pretty sticky situation. I mean,
1: <laughs> I do agree with that one right there. I just say you gotta take precautions, son. And people saying throw caution to the wind. Yeah, but hey. when you, yeah, but it's like crazy.
0: yeah, but like you know, you know, you can prepare. You can prepare almost every day all you want, but but at the same time, as I previously was saying, with the whole with the whole um. What is it? The blindside torpedo metaphor. I was basically saying, like, you can never, like, even if you prepare, you can't prepare for unexpected surprises. Right. That's, you know what, I'm surprises.
1: Saying?
0: <laughs> That's what I mean by blindside torpedoes.
1: <laughs> now nah, you're right. Now nah, you're right. You're right. There's certain things we can not do. Son. You understand know what I'm saying? I think politics play a huge role. I'm not saying with you because, you know, you're, you're liberal on a lot of things, but then, you know, you're conservative on other things. So when it comes to you, I, I see that, you know, you're thinking logically and you're thinking with your own mind. You're not allowing political parties to affect your uh, thoughts on things. And that's 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 great. You know,
0: yeah, and that's a good thing you made that point about me not being a robot. <laughs> no, you're Right. You're Right. Right. <laughs> right. Oh man, speaking of the robots, let's get to the, let's get to the, let's get to more of the story of the standards, safety standards, and checklist theaters and performance venues. So the article goes like this: these set of specific COVID-19 workplace safety standards for theaters and performance venues are issued to provide owners and operators of theaters and performance venues and workers and customers with instructions to help protect against the spread of COVID-19. A performance venue is a facility where performers are in a designated area, such as a stage. Audience members remain in fixed or assigned seating during the performance and and seated, excuse me, dining service is not provided. Oh boy. These standards are minimum requirements only and are not exclusive or exhaustive. The public health data for disease prevention that inform these guidelines can and does change frequently. And the operator of the theater or performance venue is accountable for adhering to all local, state, and federal requirements. Um, hold that thought. Um, for requirements, the operator of the venue is also responsible for staying abreast of any updates to these requirements. Violation of these standards may result in civil fines of up to $500 per violation, provided that each individual instance of non compliance and each day of a Continuing violation may be fined as a separate violation. Each person present over any capacity limit specified below may likewise be fined as a separate violation.
1: I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, what happened, man? Yeah, Yeah, my thing disconnected, man. For some reason, I connected to YouTube, then it disconnected. (laughs) But I'm back, like cooked crack, baby. Oh yeah, man. yeah,
0: um, yeah. I did hang in there while reading the article. So I saw, I saw you was in there, you
1: doing your thing, brother.
0: So facilities permitted to open to the public by type and community status, mm-hmm. in accordance with COVID nineteen Order Number sixty five, advancing all communities to Phase three, Step two. Phase two. COVID... Yeah, yeah. COVID-19 safety rules, indoor theaters and performance venues designated as a phase three step to enterprise may mm-hmm. open venues with capacities below 5,000 must follow these theater and performance venue protocols and capacity limits. Large mm-hmm. capacity venues are defined as capacities of 5,000 persons or more as specified in certificate of occupancy or other equivalent authorization and must follow capacity limits for large capacity venues private events held at venues must follow the indoor and outdoor events protocols and
1: gathering limits you smoking in though what you smoke indo? Well it smells like you smoking out in What the I hell? That does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know how this more uh you know they call we indo Indonesia. Yo, know, you smoking indo, but well it smell like you're smoking out and what though. The hell? what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you want to smoke indo, brother? G-Money Stacks, we smoking that Indo, that Indonesia. I'm not sure what that, I'm not sure what that Indo
0: shit you're talking about here, man. (laughs) But, um, there's actually, there's actually more to this, actually. um, (laughs) But wait, there's more. Um, let me see. So, social distancing and capacity limits. Require face coverings for all workers and customers, except where unsafe due to medical condition or disability audience members must wear face coverings while seated during the performance or movie unless unsafe due to disability or medical condition now wait a second here though man What, well, like what if they have to eat something and drink something like like you can't drink and eat while you have a face cover on, man. I'm
1: sure they probably got areas where, you you know, you can. But, I mean, listen, bro. It is what it is. You know, that's... that's, that's, This is the new normal for now. You feel me? And if you want to bring back... But what is normal? Because normal
0: sounds like an illusion.
1: You're right, it is. To a certain extent. (laughs) Right. What's normal? Like you said, what's normal? Are you normal? Am I normal? (laughs) Am I normal? None of us normal. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. None of us are normal. Oh, but I understand shit. where they're coming from because like you said, you come to a point where you gotta open up the economy. Um the the, the you know uh businesses like plays, um things like movies, they generate a lot of money. So, and half
0: the businesses in New York, including Modell's
1: on Jamaica Avenue, closed down yeah, and went it. out of business because... Modell's is done, right? Like, as, in general, Modell's. Because I, I, like you oh, said, Jam- I, I saw Modell's not just in Jamaica Avenue. I saw another one that was closed down mm. in, in Brooklyn. So did Modell's as a company go out of business? The way I saw it, every time
0: I go by Modell's on Jamaica Avenue, it, it, it's closed. Mm. Meaning that they're out of business. Mm-hmm. That's why I haven't seen any Modell's commercials. And I Life. shopped. And I shopped over there for the for um jogging sweatpants and and Nike wristbands.
1: Nah, hey. see, I fuck with dicks. Uh, you know, no homo. I like um. Dicks <laughs> <short and good>. <laughs> <laughs> I never say no homo's or whole. But they be saying pause, that's the new way. Pause, pause, Yeah, pause. <laughs> I like dicks, pause. Oh, man. Oh, you're talking about
0: dick sporting goods, man.
1: Yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they fish official, son. They belly Mo. the Models. Models ain't really had no sneakers. They, you know, they hoodies was, you know, they're out of order. Like, you know, I, I like certain stores. Like, you know, dick sporting goods, they're good. They they're, they're you, very good. They got everything over there.
0: But you can't front though. They did have the Champion
1: clothes yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, they did. They got the Champion hoodies. But they didn't have the Urban Champion hoodies. Urban. Yeah, like when you go to um Foot Locker. Yeah. You see our Champion switched up their style. Mm. Champion used to just have the hoodies with just the C, right? And now they they doing urban style. You understand what I'm saying? This is why I say That us as black people who live in urban communities, we control the market. Think Mm. about it. Nike. Look, look, look at this. Look at this Jordan thing I'm wearing right here. Oh shit. This is urban. You understand what I'm saying? Thank you. How much did it cost you? Uh, I think like 60, 70. No, but I go to this spot in Long Island City where they Mm. give you deals. So you could buy like two hoodies like this for about uh like hundred and twenty, you understand what I'm saying? They give you deals. That's why I get my sneakers from too, in Long Island City. Long Island City got a lot of nice areas to shop at. You know, so
0: there's no there's no taxes added, right?
1: No, no, definitely not on clothes. But this is what Ooh. I'm saying. Um, we control that. You understand what I'm saying? We really yeah. control the industry when it comes to that. They they, you know, they they look at what we wear, and then they uh tailor mm. what they what they put out based on that. So, we could definitely see that with Champion. Champion has come out with so many new designs. You peep that? Mm. That they didn't have before. Champion was just basic before. Now, you got Champion stuff that's just expensive as Nike. (laughs) You peep that? Champion
0: been expensive, man. I I actually had a cop me a yellow Champion hoodie and a green Champion T-shirt too, like it's Mm -hmm. crazy though. Like I don't be knowing like how many places be selling Champion clothes and shit.
1: Yeah, I see Champion a lot lately. Champion definitely coming out a lot. And Macy's too. Macy's even sell Champion.
0: But you know what's crazy about Champion? I never seen a any commercial ads for Champion, man. Other than other than um, what you call it? Other than back in um, the day. Other than Tommy Hilfiger. Other than Nautica. Other than um. You know Kooji. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 let's not forget and let's not forget the other clothing um what is it um there's another one that I've that I've been hearing about all these years um um wow
1: I'll get yeah. back to that though you, know, you look at a lot of these clothing companies they they don't fell you know like Sean John used to be official back in the day when yeah, I was Sean in college John too. You know Good. Sean, man i used to rock nothing but sean john they made nice stuff but now sean john is not
0: the same but you know but you know a quarter line that's been that's been that's been out for years What's and that? i did and i didn't know it came out in
1: 1992. fat phone fubu oh fubu yeah yeah, yeah. i like food for us by us but didn't they sell it sell so what fubu the company yeah
0: last time i checked damon johns the creator
1: okay now i'm saying he probably created it but i i don't know don't give me the line i heard they sold it i don't know you know it's probably one of those urban myths like remember they used to say the kkk on tropical fantasy (laughs) and that is lowering your sperm count you remember that (laughs) you remember that right
0: The KKK owning tropical fantasy
1: soda. Yeah. You no know, tropical fantasy like the sodas that like they used to the sell. Soda and shit. Was just fifty <laughs> A big ass soda for fifty cents. And they was like, "Yo, don't drink them, man." <laughs> you know, you know I remember that from back in the day.
0: Oh man, tropical fantasy the soda. Yes, it, I don't even think they got them anymore.
1: They probably don't. <laughs> they shouldn't. <laughs> they definitely weren't healthy. And they definitely didn't taste that good. They used to go flat halfway through the soda, man. I'm like, how the hell is this thing flat already?
0: Yeah, my favorite tropical fancy flavor would be the fruit punch one, man.
1: Fruit punch was good. I used to mess with the cola. I used to get the cola.
0: Yeah, the cola. <laughs> yeah, I used to mess with the I used to mess with the Pepsi hard, man. Especially the cherry one.
1: Yeah, the cherry <laughs> Pepsi was good.
0: Yeah, man.
1: Remember Clear Pepsi? You ever had that?
0: Clear Pepsi.
1: When it was like clear, it looked like Sprite, but it was Pepsi.
0: Oh shit, yeah. Remember that? <laughs> I can't recall the last time I saw it. I can't record
1: the last time I saw that shit though. They discontinued. No, nobody sell them no more, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they got discontinued. Like imagine getting discontinued. Yo. You know what I mean? Like, imagine somebody discontinuing you. Oh no, no, we are you know? not going to the kids of culture again, man. You know? This girl tried to discontinue me. I said, Bitch. Oh, shit. <laughs> she, oh said, she said, You discontinues, huh? sir. <laughs> oh my god, now, I ain't never been discontinued. Yeah, you know I man, <laughs> but you know, the worst thing a woman can do to you is give it to you. And then discontinue after. I'd rather not have it at all, son. Don't give it to me. If you're gonna discontinue me, (laughs) son, you start to ask yourself all types of questions. Yo, next, next,
0: you know, a motherfucking woman, a motherfucking woman would actually say, "Your ass is discontinued to the fucking doghouse, man." Exactly.
1: (laughs) Don't discontinue me.
0: Which is not an actual place, by the way. (laughs) Doghouse.
1: You know, right it's a figure of speech that mean your ass <laughs> sleeping on the couch if you're in the doghouse
0: uh, wait that's what that is
1: uh-huh. you sitting on the couch as a dog well house? i look at well doghouse mean you know when they say that you're in the doghouse that mean basically she kicking you out the house like basically you did some shit where she she don't agree with it but now your rights is being revoked so basically when they say you're in the doghouse that oh, mean you ain't God. getting no pussy that mean you ain't sleeping with her, all types of stuff. You in the doghouse. You understand what I'm saying? Te- you know, you technically ain't sleeping in the doghouse, but you know, your ass <laughs> oh is on the couch. Right? You got kicked out your own house that you oh paying my the bills. Gosh. You understand what I'm saying? How you gonna kick me out my crib when I'm paying the bills? You in the doghouse. But nah, Yo. I agree though, you know what I mean? Yo. Women are beautiful and they-, they deserve that respect. You know, so. <laughs> You know, like with me, I always, when yeah, I was re- married.
0: Yeah, but respect got to be earned, man. It can't just be given true. to you.
1: True, definitely. If you marry somebody, though, I'm, I'm sure they earn their respect. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, I always <laughs> told my my you know, when I was married, I always told my wife I wanted her to be a, a housewife. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and I didn't want her to go out there working. You feel me?
0: You know this one saying I've been hearing about over the years. What's that? <laughs> you can't turn a hoe into a housewife.
1: <laughs> right. You can't. You can't. A lot of a lot of us brothers in jail right now trying to turn the hoe into a housewife. You understand what I'm saying? Oh shit. You know, you know, a woman oh, sometimes. Shit. Listen, bro. I'll tell you like this, man. <laughs> Men, we get it so confused, son. Women want the same thing that we want. <sighs> Yo, they
0: it's what Some you call copycats, man. They copycats.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Listen, bro. The <laughs> same the same sex drive that you get is the same sex drive that women get. Yeah. Oh, man. And, you know, I, I work with people. And one of the guys I work with, you know, I'm going to leave names up out of it. All right? Yeah. <laughs> this guy, girls love him, son. You know, they say he look like um Trey Songz. They think what? he look like Trey Songz. So... Yo, I've seen married women, I've seen single women, I've seen so many women who hold up an image, throw themselves at him. You understand know what I'm saying? <laughs> and even on my low level, you understand know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm, I'm not no, you know, no ladies, man. I'm not the most gorgeous person that you're gonna see in the world. But at the same time, I've had married women. That's that's
0: department, by the way.
1: <laughs> Robin,
0: because <laughs> you know. You know, in all the videos that LL Cool had and everything, he had he had women in every video.
1: Why well, you ladies man? You know, yeah, that's why he got the name LL Cool Exactly. So you know, you, a lot of people they've been with their wives for twenty years, and if they grew up in Damn. the nineties listening in the eighties and nineties listening to LL, a lot of them would throw all those twenty years away, thirty years away, to fuck with um Uncle L. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> And I don't trust no dude that put uncle in their own name. They dirty, son, like Uncle Luke. You know what I mean? Uncle Al. <laughs> oh, like, man. these guys, don't let these guys around your girls, man. If they got the uncle, if they put uncle in front of their shit. I, don't let them never, in front of your girl,
0: man. I never really understood how certain guys be putting, putting the word uncle in front of their names and everything. Like, 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 Last time I checked, in order for you to be an uncle and everything, it's gonna take a lot of responsibility be taking You're care right. of them baby kids and
1: shit, You're right? Man. <laughs> You're right, Look at Uncle Murder. These guys ain't, you know, they cook. <laughs> anybody that put Uncle in front of their name, do not trust them, son. <laughs> uncle, uncle Murder, Murder Uncle <laughs> L, you understand what I'm saying? Uncle Luke, like, uncle you know, don't trust these uncles, sir. Huh? I don't even <laughs> like calling <laughs> myself an uncle. You know when my niece called me Uncle Bradley, I'm like, me easy because I said you know I'm not calling
0: myself an uncle either because that shit well, is a heck of a responsibility when it comes to kids and shit, man. Yeah,
1: you're right. I like I, I like being an uncle though, because you know, as an uncle, <laughs> you can spoil your kids unlike your brother and sister can. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, my niece and nephew, I, you know, I'm about to buy my 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 nephew a PlayStation 5. His, his you know, my brother be like, Bradley, what the fuck you doing? You know what I'm saying? But that's my little nephew, son. You know what oh, I'm spoil him.
0: Man. <laughs> you spoil him as if he's richy rich and some shit. Just yeah, like the th- those are
1: my little people, son. You know, and I got a whole bunch of cousins that, you know, I treat like my nieces and nephews because, um, you know, like Ace. Uh, me and Ace, Ace has a sister, Nikki, who, yeah. um, and I got a brother, Brett. And it's uh-huh. crazy because people used to always get us mixed up. They would think that Nikki is my sister and they will always think that Brett was Dave's brother oh damn you know so now Nikki got a son my little man Makai, and you know I, I spoil you little man you know what I mean like I, I I really spoil him he could call me and it's funny because last week he got in trouble in school but you know he basically wasn't doing his work and then he'll text me or he'll call me and be like um Bradley uh can you uh send me ten dollars because he loves to play video games oh man so, you know, I send them the little money, but don't give this to Nikki or Dave. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Cause they gonna they gonna snitch on my little man and I don't want oh, them snitching no. on. No,
0: that's crazy if they do that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know Nikki gonna curse his ass out if if she find out
0: that,
1: you know, <laughs> he be asking me for money and shit. Cause all he do is play video games. <laughs> oh man oh man oh man oh man but he's a smart that... little kid man I, I love that little guy he's very 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 intelligent mm. you know good little kid i hear that man
0: but now nah, um where did i leave off?
1: oh Audience you know my... um ace uh son is my is my uh, godson really yeah so you know anything happened to him i'm taking my little man and he uh called me the other day to ask me to help him with his uh math work. So, you know, I helped him out.
0: What kind of math is it? I hope it's not fractions and shit.
1: <laughs> nah, he in the tenth grade, in the ninth grade now. So um he was doing like algebra and uh geometry.
0: I hate algebra so much, man. It's just it's it's just like another trigonometry, which I'm glad I didn't have to learn that shit either.
1: Yeah, trigonometry and no jokes. I still don't understand it. Like, what's I the point? Only...
0: What, like, what's the point in taking trig? Uh, what's the point in taking algebra, ch- geometry, and trigonometry if you're not gonna use that shit for one of your
1: career choices? Now nah, you're right, but you know, I, I gotta, I gotta big up algebra. You understand what I'm saying? Like, algebra is something I think uh, gives you an advantage on a lot of people. Yeah, but how many accountants do you know
0: who work at a fucking bank behind the booth use algebra algebra expressions?
1: But, you know, it's not just about, uh, you know, financial institutions. Uh, (laughs) Algebra helps you out a lot, man, for real. Like, if you really understand algebra and statistics also, those things help you out a lot because, like, you know, in my field where I'm a computer analyst, which, of course, uh, stats and all of that type of stuff comes into it. But at the same time, (laughs) When I see people apply for positions and I see people at my job who uh, do similar things to me, the fact that they don't get algebra, it hurts them. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just a different way of thinking. son. you know, I always look at stuff like this. You, uh, what do what, what you went to? Let's say you play basketball. Right. OK. And let's say you only have one weapon, which is your right hand. All and right. you only want to go to your right. You do layups, you shoot with your right and all that other stuff. That's only one weapon that you have. It's easier for the defense to stop you if mm-hmm. they only got to defend against one thing. The yeah. more you know, let's say I know how to use my left hand. Let's say <laughs> I got a, I, you know, I got a jumper. Let's say I got a crossover. Now uh, you got more and more weapons, and this creates a situation where it's harder to guard you. And I look at <laughs> life the same type of way. The more you know in life, the greater your chances are at succeeding. You feel me? So. A lot of people say that algebra is not going to help you, but algebra is single-handedly one of the the things that helped me get to the position that I am now. You understand what I'm saying? hmm And now, you know, yeah, but, I mean, what you say?
0: Yeah, but, but here's the thing, though. There's a lot of people who are actors and actresses right now who don't necessarily need algebra geometry and trigonometry because that's a whole that's a whole different avenue right there. like like Saul La, for example. Mm-hmm. he not only does music but he's also an actor as well. Mm-hmm. He didn't need, he didn't need no fucking algebraic expressions, fractions, geometry and trigonometry to be an actor and shit.
1: you know no disrespect to that brother you know he's a struggling artist and he's a struggling actress you understand what I'm saying there's millions of people in that same position you understand what I'm saying
0: this is like a major all-time struggle
1: for everybody not just him exactly and this is what I'm saying like in those type of you got to be the top you got to be the top of the top Uh uh-huh You know what I'm saying? Like the top, like the tippity top or the tippity top. So you got to represent that 1%. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, you do, son. You got to represent the tippity top or the tippity top. (laughs) You got to be that 1%. (laughs) And how many of us fall into that 1%? Can you tell me one thing that you fall into the top 1% of in this world? I can't. There's nothing that, you know, make... The only thing... As far as what? In anything... The only thing that 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 I am in, in the top 1% of is being Bradley. Can't nobody be B-Live like B-Live. I'm, I'm in the 100 percentile. Can't nobody do that. But when it comes to math, I'm not in the top 1% when it comes to math. I'm not in the top 1% when it comes to computers. I'm not in the top 1% when it comes to playing Xbox or PlayStation. I'm not in the top 1% when it comes to running. I'm not in these top 1%. Jay-Z is in the top 1% when it comes to rapping. Mano, these guys are in the top one percent when it comes to that. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, LeBron, uh, you know, uh, was, 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 you know any actor, you look at him. Tay Diggs, top one percent. All American, and that's an excellent show, son. You understand what I'm saying? Like, people won't won't reach that level. <laughs> you know, most, most most people won't reach that level, kid. So you you know you need other stuff to to put you a, a, above people. You know what I mean?
0: As far as far as what exactly
1: because like not, every,
0: not everybody is a is a mathematical
1: genius and everything when it comes to now you're right. You're right. There, you know, there's there's definitely certain things. So you know I look at my position now and you know, like I said, I'm a uh staff like I'm a staff analyst, but you know, I, I work with the computers. And it's it's mm. crazy how people with my same title and my same position, they'll come to me and ask me. How to do certain things in Excel. You know what I mean? And I, I showed them and, and teach them how to do it. But the fact of the matter oh, is this, bro. Man. I'm a few positions. So let me tell you something G Money Stacks. My manager right now, he applied for the top position at Accessorize. So, oh, you know, boy. he's going to be the manager. like You know, he applied for that. And the fact of the matter is, he was almost there. Now, get the, me. The, he- Yeah, he didn't get it. He didn't get it. But but peep it. Me, I'm 41 years old. Right? I'm 41 years old. I'm right under him. He's training me to Mm. take his position. And he's in his 60s. He's retiring soon.
0: Oh, damn. You understand
1: understand what I'm saying? So me at the position that I'm at right now, I'm in a perfect position to take his position. And once I take his position, I'm one or two positions away from being the top guy at Accessorize.
0: Are you nervous about taking that position? Cause that's a whole hell of a responsibility compared to you doing doing statistics and graphs and everything with Microsoft Excel stuff like you did in my in um Instagram Live and stuff.
1: But it is gonna help me. All that type of stuff is gonna help me because I feel that a lot of these guys at these top positions, my manager knows the stuff because he started off like me. He was an analyst. You understand what I'm saying? So he he knows it. But a lot of these guys do not know it, son. Like a lot of these people that hold positions and mm-hmm. we put them on this level, they don't understand a lot, kid. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's crazy, though, man. They definitely don't understand a lot. Yeah. But the point of the matter is this, man. Certain things are going to help you out. And it depends on the field that you went to. So, like you said, if somebody's trying to act, they don't need to know algebra. They don't need to know all that other type of stuff. You know, but let's say you're working as, as a cashier. Algebra may help you. As a cashier?
0: Um, with all the algebraic expressions and stuff like that, it I don't know if that really applies to being a cashier because you're just collecting money from customers and you're opening the register and stuff. Kind of like, like what my job is doing.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I get it. But that's just being a cashier. That's just being a regular cashier, meeting the standard of being a cashier. It's so funny because I was over here at the dollar store by where I live at and I'm looking at people work so slow and there's no urgency in what they're doing and I could look at them right there and say this person doesn't have a lot of ambition and the chances are they're not going to succeed or get above the level that they at now and I could look at somebody and and tell that just off of their work ethic meanwhile when I worked at Walmart you understand Mm -hmm. what I'm saying because I worked at Walmart yeah People used to go off of other people's line and come to my line and say, okay. this guy's working hard. And see yeah. how I was getting people off the line. And that's just the way I work. Because I see people on the line and I'm like, uh-huh. I got to get these people off this line. You understand what I'm saying? Because that's my yeah. job. So I would, listen, I started off at Walmart as just in the, for, for, for Christmas. They called me specifically and said, we want you to continue working for us. And that's based off of my work ethic. So, mm. when we start looking at that type of stuff and we start looking at algebra, we could look at somebody who say, Okay, well, I'll come up to your line and be like, Oh, I got 10 items worth $10. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And I yeah. don't want to spend 90, $90. How many of these can I get? And that's just a basic thing that anybody could do. Mm. But these are the type of things that it makes you excel. As a cashier. Uh, you understand what I'm saying? I so just having that knowledge of algebra and the way numbers work, that's gonna separate you from the average person that's 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 doing your job. Uh, you feel me? Yeah,
0: I hear that. Um, so um let me just get to where I left off here. I'm just gonna Let's get to some parts here. So, indoor movie theaters must monitor customer entries and exits and limit capacity at all times to 50% of each individual theater or screening room's maximum permitted occupancy as documented in its occupancy permits on record with the municipal building department or other municipal record holder and never more than 250 persons in a single enclosed indoor space. Venues for which no permitted occupancy limitation is on record may allow up to 10 persons per 1,000 square feet of accessible space, and never more than 250 persons in a single enclosed indoor space. Indoor. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, man.
1: <laughs>
0: um, so indoor and outdoor theaters and performance venues must monitor customer entries and exits and limit capacity at all times to 50% of the venue's maximum permitted occupancy as documented in its occupancy permitted on record, which, excuse me, with the municipal building department or other mi- municipal record holder. But in no event shall the venue admit or host more than 500 persons. Damn, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Venues for which no permitted occupancy limitation is on record may allow up to 10 persons per 1,000 square feet of accessible space and never more than 500 persons. Um, so all occupants counts and calculations for indoor and outdoor venues must include all customers, patrons and attendees, but may exclude workers and performers. For rehearsals, virtual performances and other events without an audience indoor and outdoor venues must limit occupancy at all times to 50 percent of the venues maximum permitted occupancy as documented in the occupancy permit on record with the municipal building department or other municipal record holder but in no event shall the venue allow more than 250 Damn mm. and this um so I don't know if I'm gonna read all this and stuff like that. So so if people want to look for more information about what's going on, they go to mass.gov slash info details slash safety standards and of course checklist theaters and performance venues. Mm. So what do you think about all this?
1: Yeah, it's, you know, it's a, you know, it's a compromise. It's the government trying to bring back the economy, but at the same time, trying to do it in a responsible way. So I got no issue.
0: <laughs> oh, man. But it's like the thing that threw during your, when I was reading was it had to do with, um, with the, it had to do with the, with 10 persons per 1000 square feet. Of accessible mm. space. That's what threw me off. Mm. Like, what, what is it? What is it they exactly that they're talking about here?
1: Basically, social distancing. They
0: could have you know? just said they could have just said six feet instead of doing the fucking ten persons per one thousand square feet. What the fuck is square feet, man? This is Boy, not bro. math. This is not math. <laughs>
1: These square feet mean a lot, man, especially <laughs> when you, you know, in New York, when you out here, uh, searching for apartments, you oh know, in New York, you got to pay in New York for, for 400 oh, square God. feet. You paying like $2,000. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, Just, man. You know, for 400 square feet, you paying like close, you know, twelve, thirteen hundred dollars $1,300 in New York City. Yeah. Um, my apartment, uh, used to be, and I got a pretty good deal. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think it was like 920 square feet and I was mm-hmm. paying 2600 for it. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, in other places outside of New York for, you know, you could get a lot, you know what I mean? A lot of square feet. Mm-hmm. You could get 1,200, 1,300 uh, square feet for 1,200, 1,300. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. when we start talking about real estate, that's how they use the measurements. They they use measurements in square feet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I can't tell you what a square foot is, but uh, <laughs> I just know that that's how they measure things in real life.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> like, like, where are you going to find a fucking big measuring stick or a fucking measuring tape or whatever to measure how much square feet? Like, yo, it's it's just so fucking
1: crazy to me,
0: man. I hear
1: you. But they, they, they know it. You know, they know it. They, they definitely got to do it. Probably if they oh, don't, they'll probably get fined. So, um, you know, they got to keep those uh, standards up, kid. <laughs> oh
0: man.
1: Makes sense though. Yeah.
0: Does it? Oh.
1: No, nah, I mean it, it definitely makes sense, you know. It's just uh terminology that we're not used to in everyday language. It's like uh, you know, in science it's and in everyday talk. It's,
0: it's just stupid political correctness that's so fucking annoying to me right now. Mm. I can't stand political correctness. It's like it's like it's almost like saying that, you know. People with political correctness act like they know everything.
1: Right. And they don't know nothing.
0: None of us know nothing. They're not better than the scientists at the CDC. No, you're right. I tell you that much.
1: (laughs) It's so interesting. You know, I was helping my friend out with a paper that she was doing. And uh, the paper was speaking about the top trends in cybersecurity for for the next five years. And uh, one of the things that I learned was you, when you look at sources, uh-huh. you really got to look at sources. So uh-huh. you got financial institutes or companies that pay for research. Uh-huh. And when they pay for this research, basically, sometimes you can get these scientists to say whatever the hell you want them to say.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And one of the things that I looked at was like cell phone safety. Uh-huh. And, you know, you know, and me, I'm a big science guy but cell phones hurt you.
0: <laughs> not bill the science guy <laughs>
1: you know cell-, cell phones can be dangerous you know that right oh boy yeah cell- huh? so cell phones could can- cell phones can be dangerous depends on how you use it though exactly and that's my point you got so many people who you can't separate from their cell phones they on their phones watching uh listening all day but you know they're giving off low, low uh, power um, radioactive frequencies. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And there hasn't been a lot of research on how these low frequencies affect you in the long run. You yeah. know, you got some scientists who will tell you that it hurt you. Then you got some scientists who say it's it's, it's okay. But, yeah. sometimes these cell phone companies pay mm. the scientists to say what they want them to say. Yeah. You know, and it messes up the integrity of the data that we get. So you really have to watch where you get your information from. You know, it's the same thing with like that pipeline that they cut out.
0: Oh, boy. Remember when
1: Biden cut the pipeline going from Canada to Texas? Mm. And uh, a lot of people were saying that jobs are going to be lost, that the pipeline doesn't really affect anybody. And the people who own the pipeline pay scientists to basically give up a report. Mm -hmm. to Obama to say that this stuff didn't have any harmful effects. Yeah. But independent researchers said that it does Mm -hmm. have an effect on it. You know what I mean? So you can't even trust academia, man. (laughs) Academia?
0: (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) It's crazy. That sounds like an epic
1: fail to me. <laughs> yes, man, you can't trust it. You can't trust the academic world. Oh, shit. It's like me. If I got a billion dollars, man, and I'm, you know, I'm, if, let's say I got a billion dollars. I'm worth a billion dollars. Uh-huh. And I got a project that's going to increase my net worth from a billion to 10 billion. What's to say I won't give $2 million to Cornell University? or Harvard University and tell them you know to come up with some shit that's gonna validate what I'm trying to do I hear that you know it is what it is man yeah
0: so that's so um that's gonna do for topics it's time for the segment called TV show checkouts So yeah yeah. what you got in case, you didn't, in case you didn't know what TV Show Checkouts is for all you new listeners and new viewers that's watching on the YouTube and everything, TV show checkouts is a segment where where we get to um suggest the types of shows that you could check that you could check out that are very interesting. Like for example, you got the reboot of Walker, which I watched by the way. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who may not know what Walker is, Walker is a rebooted TV series, which is an American action crime drama television series airing on CW. It is a reboot of the 1993 to 2001 television series Walker, Texas Ranger. The series was ordered straight to series in January 2020, (laughs) which was last year. And as stars Jared Padalecki in the to tuler role. It premiered on January 21st, 2021, which is this year. In February 2021, the series was renewed for a second season. Interesting. Glad they do. And as I said, As I said, um, so the cast and characters are Jared Padalecki, who plays Walker, Cordell Walker, a legendary Texas Ranger who just returned home after a lengthy undercover assignment. Lizzie Morgan, Mickey Ramirez, new partner in the Texas Rangers. Molly Hagan. Keegan Mm. Allen. Valley Brinson, K. L. Coley, Kobe Bell used to mm. be from the, the 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 show The Game. Mm. Who played Jason Pitts? By the way, mm. then you got Jeff Pierre, and you got Mitch Peleggi. And recurring roles is Genevieve Pedelecki, Audette Annab- Annabelle. I don't know what type of name that is.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. That's crazy, man.
0: Yeah, the That's other so crazy, day,
1: crazy, other, crazy man.
0: The other day, um, the other day, I don't know if you saw the, the text message in the um in the group chat. Um, saw a lot. Basically, um, said that uh, that some girl has a has a name called Cornicia, some shit like that. Man. Oh yeah, I, was now, like, I sent it you know, like,
1: I sent the text. Is that? <laughs> yeah, you gotta check. You gotta check. That's
0: a ghetto ass name. That's <laughs> nah, funny
1: because I had oh, sent them. Uh, I had sent them. Uh, <laughs> you know, check the link that I sent because it's talking oh my about uh, my boy Mix. I like him as a as a creator, as a content creator. Mix is hilarious, but oh. one of their ongoing jokes is they have ghetto names for people. So oh, man. the 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 gist of what I sent them was um. It was a thick chick, Cornisha, whatever her name was.
0: Cornisha.
1: Cornicia. I mean, she was thick as hell, son.
0: Thick and she and walking in this, outside. Shit, thicker than this microphone that I'm using right now.
1: Thinking in a snicker. That's what they say, right? Thicker than
0: the thickest remember, bar yo, and Butterfingers
1: that I eat. This out, my, my wife, the girl who I married, she had one of the biggest... You know, God bless the dead. But she had one of the biggest booties I've ever seen in my life. That's one of the things that attracted me to her. Yeah. So we used to go out mm-hmm. and, you know, men used to definitely try to disrespect, son. You know I man.
0: You know what they say, man. More pushing for uh-huh. the cushion. Exactly.
1: That's what it is. That's definitely what it is. But you know, you gotta kind of be official when you walking around with oh, somebody that's man. stacked that got the deck stacked. You understand know what I'm saying? I went out with another girl who's just, you know, she's short. She had every you know, the you know, everything a man would like. You understand know what I'm saying? And man. uh you definitely had to carry yourself a certain way. So people wouldn't try to disrespect you, son. But I ain't fighting over that. You know, that's that's more power than me. You looking at yeah. my girl? I'm like, all right, she with me, motherfucker. <laughs> she ain't with you. I sitting over here looking like idiot. Oh man, you know. So I kind of like it, you know. Really? Yeah. Why wouldn't you like you know people liking your liking the woman you with? <laughs> you know?
0: Because it creates a lot of friction, of course, in in terms of jealousy, and of course, of course, they 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 want to be like you with all the with all the, um, with all the um lovely pretty women you got and shit just like LL Cool J. I
1: mm-hmm. yeah I feel you yeah I mean you carry yourself a certain way certain things don't happen to you you understand know what I'm saying <laughs> I look at it like that oh shit man you know but yeah I don't want LL around my girl fuck you L
0: Whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. I had to catch, I had to catch, so alive on that R. Kelly shit, man. I was yeah. like, yo, no, 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 we're not talking R. Kelly about, around my kids, we, neither. We're, we're not talking about R. Kelly, man. We, <laughs> he really did some predator editorial shit, man. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't condone that shit on Off the Meat Rat Change New York podcast, man. Right. We don't do that, man. This, is <laughs> this
1: dude worth millions, and he going to McDonald's to go pick up chicks.
0: He you changed I mean? his fucking career, man. Exactly.
1: <laughs> but we should have seen the signs, man. I was looking at Aaliyah's old album. You see that? Um, AJ ain't nothing but a number. Yeah. So she's in the foreground. And uh-huh. then you got R. Kelly in the background looking crazy. Oh wow! And I'm like, yo, what the hell is this guy doing? Man, I don't know. I don't know about all that. But the signs were there, kid. The signs were there from the jump.
0: Yeah. So. So as I was saying, man, about um the TV show Walker, you can catch Walker Thursdays at eight on the CW eleven. Mm. So with that being said, I have another last segment, which is called. Um, just give me a second here. I have a new segment right here called. Podcast juice of the week. Mm. Basically, it's a segment where we get where we get to actually, you know, tell you about certain podcast shows that's on Spotify and other streaming platforms. Like for example, um like for example um for instance um, you have the people from the officially street fo- excuse me the officially street podcast which I actually mentioned earlier and stuff like that, due to um what they've been going through since their channel's been um you know been pulled and stuff like that. So here goes the synopsis for the officially street podcast right there. It it has J Omega, Sire, and Cherry Poppins. Mm. So synopsis goes like this: Sire, J Omega, and Cherry Poppins love to habitually cross the line respectfully. They introduce topics that are drawn from the inspiration of real-life events that they experience and discuss them at length on the show. They incorporate unique segments such as Unofficial or Unofficial, Survivor Series Stories, and Curve of the Week to keep the show interesting, <gasps> exciting, and conductive to listener engagement. Are you all right? No, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I heard you coughing in the last episode. Man, I'm good.
1: I'm good, man. <laughs> I shook that. <laughs> okay, Mob Dee. <laughs> <No way, no. laughs> I did the Harlem Shake on it. Remember the Harlem Shake? You used to do that shit. G Money, you look like you used to Harlem Shake back in the day. I'm not from Harlem, by the man. way. <laughs> Everybody was doing it. wasn't just people from Harlem.
0: <laughs> oh man. So topics are limitless, but for guests, they enjoy doing thorough and fun interviews, providing the listeners an inside look at the life of the people they sit down with. Episodes drop weekly on Fridays and can be found on any podcast platform. And I have another one which goes like
1: this. Another one, just like the other one. Yeah, yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I pulled up in my other range. Yeah, man. <laughs> then so I, I pulled up in my other other range. Come on, <laughs> <man>. Yeah, <laughs> yo. Anyway, <laughs> so another
0: another podcast pick that I've been listening to is Quest Love Supreme. Quest
1: love that's my from the guy. roots. Yes,
0: sir. So Quest Love Supreme is a fun a, 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 rare, a rare event and educational weekly podcast that digs into the stories of musical legends and cultural icons in a way that only Quest Love and Team Supreme can deliver. Suprema. Su, su, Suprema. Roll call.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: oh, shit. You got to check that shit out, man. That shit is hilarious, though. What's that? Questlove Supreme. I'm going to check it out, son. <laughs> Led by each episode is driven by conversation ranging from the guest origins. Along with a few never before revealed secrets to their success, to their life passions and current projects. This is not your typical interview show. This is about legends and legends in the making, bringing their legacy to life in their own words. Previous guests. Break
1: yourself, fool. Give it up, give it up, brother. We know what's happening. Lil Goldie Loka keep the dog house a lacking. Now I'm the mass youtuber, son. Yo, yo,
0: yo be live, man. You really sucked. Brace else. yourself, fool. Yo, you really off the ch- <laughs> you really off the fucking chain right now. I'm off man. the meat rack,
1: brother. <laughs> give it up. You see me on the streets like this, son. You better give it up. (laughs) Give me everything, son. Oh, man. Anything you got. (laughs) Yo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yo. So previous guests have included Usher, Michelle Obama, Chris Rock, Steve Miller, Maya Rudolph, Will Al, Will Al,
1: Shaka Khan baby face and more Mm. I got 10 years of bad luck I just put a hat on the bed man
0: (laughs) 10 years of bad luck
1: yo you ain't never heard that one (laughs) my grandmother used to always tell me don't put no hats (laughs) on no beds that's bad luck son oh man that down south shit man yeah I don't know about all that
0: though man (laughs) Bad luck sometimes could be you know you know people sometimes doing clumsy shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't put just, no hats on no bags. Just that's like bad just like Steve <laughs> hmm Just like don't put no element. You know if you got an umbrella, don't put don't put it up in the house, man. That's bad luck, bro. <laughs>
0: you know that's our old wives' tale. Thinking yeah. that you're gonna get thinking that you're gonna get struck by license by opening an umbrella in the house.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what grandma used to tell me. <laughs> You know, it's like a man during the new year, a man gotta be the first person to walk through that walk through the uh, front door. You ain't know that, did you? Nah, man. Nah,
0: I didn't know that though, man. But but you know what though, man? This was a good episode, man. Yes, sir. For real, for real, man. Nah, if you if you guys like what you heard and like the topics that we discussed or whatever and you would like to be a guest on this show whether you are whether you are an actor actress dj vj singer rapper whatever career field you are in and if you like a letter if you like a if you like a chain letter chat mail that you need advice in that you want us to read on the air all you gotta do is like this oh, you do. all you gotta do is email the show at off the meat rat chains and why podcast at gmail.com that is off the meat rat chains and why podcast at gmail.com that way we'll pick we'll pick whatever um whatever um advice that you need and we'll try to give our perspectives on things and so yes, and also you you can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram which is the same name as the email which is author the meat rat chains and why podcast at gmail.com well, excuse me excuse me not not the email but 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 you get the rest though
1: they get the gist um, of it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, like I said, if you previously missed any episodes whatsoever on audio streaming platforms, including the YouTube, we're going to go over some stuff right here, man. So so don't worry. I got you. Mm-hmm. So, so it goes like this. Podorama. We got Anchor. We got Spotify. Audio Burst, Deezer, Tune In, Player FM, Podchaser, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Podcast Attic, Breaker, Listen Notes, Google Podcast. Plus, don't forget to listen to the show on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. When you go to the link tree that says linktree slash G Money Stacks, Five fifty-five. You are going to see Amazon Music and, of course, iHeartRadio. When you click on one of the choices, it's going to take you to the page and a list of episodes. So we need some listens in Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. That way, we'll be able to keep the show running and keep going because we're trying to level up in here. You know what I'm saying? If I could level up like be live here and in the loose sports, why can't I, man? You know what I mean? I'm a fucking rookie in New York for crying out loud! <laughs> <laughs> you and last but not least, the YouTube right here, man. All you gotta do is subscribe to the YouTube. All you, All you gotta do is subscribe to the YouTube channel G Money Stacks Five Fifty Five clicking the notification bell for for upcoming live stream episodes previous recorded episodes like also comment on the episodes including the topics that we discuss be sure to listen watch and also and also share the podcast with your friends along Sir. with the audio stream platforms whatsoever and speaking of auto streaming platforms that I just mentioned, don't forget to don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, follow the podcast. Make sure you download your favorite episodes that you like. So cuz that help that helps us generate more more listeners and of course and of course more listeners and and you know the word gets spread. Yep. You get the gist of it. So, so don't. So, like I said, don't forget to subscribe, rate, like, download your favorite episodes, comment on the episodes, yes, the topics, share the share the podcast with your friends and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Along with the audio streaming platforms. So. With that being with that being said though, man, I would like to say thank you to everyone that's listening in the YouTube enclave, alongside yep. with alongside with um the listeners that's been listening on Anchor. We've been having over five hundred plays, and in, including downloads and everything, which is which is a big win, which is a big win for us right here. It sure so, is. So. So keep keep the listeners going, keep the subscribers going especially on the YouTube channel and and also comment on the things that you that you like about the episodes and everything. That way we'll be able to do better in the future. Facts. And I know you've been under the weather and you haven't really been doing um Much with in the loop in the loop radio
1: and in the loop sports and stuff like that. So where can people find you? You already know I'm at in the loop films. That's an Instagram. Then you could check me at in the loop radio. And that is on Facebook. You heard? Yeah. And if you want to see me in the streets, you gonna have to deal with this. We're not condoning violence,
0: everybody. We're not condoning that shit, man. I got a great <laughs> job,
1: son. A great job.
0: We ain't condoning violence, man. <laughs> Come on. yeah. We're not condoning that shit, man. You already. And you can find me on the
1: gram, too.
0: G Money Stacks 555 along... G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York, along with... Along with... Off the Meat Rat Chains
1: and NY podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Yes, sir. How Nelly started off, um, down, down, baby, low street and roller goes to street sweeper, baby, yo, got ready to let it go. You really, Timmy, Timmy, listen to me now, yo. That song is mad hood, but since it's so catchy, people don't even understand what he talk about. He said, "Street sweeper, cock, ready to let it go." Oh my gosh! Man. And he got so many people in mainstream. Talking about this stuff, but what made me think about it is when he said, "You could find me in the uh, zipping on the." I uh, <laughs> well, Remember that? Oh man, oh man, that's well. What you was... could find me in the stand, smoking, on the zipping on the. I don't know. We freestyling, baby.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Man. Anyway, man. Um. We about you. Yeah, that's be live. I'm G Money Stacks, and in case anybody's wondering, what happened with DJ Gami here, which is my friend, she couldn't make it to she couldn't make it to the show because man. she had a DJing gig from 5 oh, p.m. Man. to to midnight,
1: oh, so, throughout
0: this weekend. So hopefully oh, she'll, she'll, be, she'll be back next week, depending on how oh, she feels man. and stuff like that. She so getting I'm, that kid ass. <laughs> nah, man. So, I, so so I'll check in on her and everything. So yeah. With that being with that being said, he's be live. I'm G Money Stacks. We over. We out of here. And, and you remember, know, and you know what I do? What you, you, know do? What I, you know what I do when it comes to um when it comes to idiots and shit. I picture them as as clown burgers. I eat them up, man. Eat them I up. ain't got time. I ain't got toffee for your nonsense and yes, shit, sir. man. You yes, know sir. what I'm saying?
1: Yes, sir. Yep.
0: And and, and like and but and like I said, man, yo, we out of here. Thank yes, you sir. for tuning in, rocking with us, listening and watching, man. Peace yep. and
1: one love, man. And you can peace find up. me and sipping all the and on the whatever the fuck you say. All right, That's B- where you can find me. All right,
0: BUR, peace out, man. We out of here. Like what you heard, all you got to do is follow the podcast, comment about the topics, and what you thought about the episodes of Off the Meat Right Chains New York podcast on Facebook and Instagram, so you can be a part of the discussions for each topic every week. Plus, if you would like to be a guest co-host, just chime in on topic ideas, interviews. Whether you are a rapper, singer, black owned transsetter that has a business. Producer, actor, actress, doctor, DJ, VJ, need advice that you want us to read on the air and other career fields? You can email the show at off the meat rat chains and why podcast at gmail.com. That's off the meat rat chains and y podcast at gmail.com. You can follow the show on Facebook and Instagram. Which is often Meet Red Chains NY Podcast. That's O F F T H E M E A T R A C K C H A I N Z N Y P O D C A S T. Now, in case you miss any of the episodes, don't worry, I got you. You can listen, download your favorite episodes, like, subscribe. The reason we're asking for a five-star rating is because we inform you about the stories, show our realness as far as the subjects being discussed in the conversations we have in each episode of the podcast. Inspire, motivate. Sense of humor is an important key here because I believe laughter is the best medicine when it comes to dark, hard times. We want the show to be The safety net of putting a smile on your faces, whether it's having bad days, losses of loved ones, work, and other difficult challenges. The show will be there for you no matter what you are not alone in this case. Be sure to comment on the episodes with the topics, share the podcast and streaming platforms of Anchor, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Breaker, Deezer pocket cast pod chaser listen notes player fm podorama podcast addict google podcast audio burst amazon music IHeart radio and youtube speaking of youtube don't forget to subscribe to the channel page g money stacks 555 click on the notification button so you could be reminded of when off the meat rack, change New York podcast goes on the air live, upcoming live stream episodes, pre previously recorded episodes, like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the podcast including streaming services with your friends. I'm G Money Stacks, and thank you all for listening, tuning in, sticking around with us, and watching us on YouTube. Thank you.